What are you thinking of Farron so far? Me? Yeah. Um, I mean, I like her. Good. But I'm just saying, <laughs> um, I like. I was disappointed that one time, like I think the second episode or something like that that I was playing in, where she just had the terrible roles. Oh. And I'm was like, that the ghost fight or the? Fighter. Um, the ghost fight, yeah. Or was it the desert fight? Because I know I you, think the desert. Fight yeah, that's where you use your action surge and. Yeah, and I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying all these things, and I'm like, "Well, I didn't do anything." So, yeah, yeah, it's a little disappointing. Yeah, something that I read. Very often, players tend to shy away from fighters because Mm -hmm. most often they swing and miss, and then you're done. Yeah. And there's no fun you can have. Like wizards, you can cast spells that have all these these interesting effects and everything. But somebody made the point: if you use grappling, you actually put the role on the DM. You're able to restrain a creature and make it easier for your comrades to hit, mm. and you're you're not doing the rolling, so there can be good and bad in that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, one of the things Michael and I talked about is you know whether or not Farron wants to be uh, an upfront, you know, yeah, yeah. combat person or just kind of stay back. I wanted, as you know, when I made the character to be a combination, mm-hmm. but. Um, just the situations that we're in doesn't really lend itself to be like, oh, I'm going to shoot my bow and arrow <laughs> Not at yet. You. Not yet, yet. <laughs> I mean, I could, I guess, do it. Uh, it'd still be close combat, but it'd be yeah. like, uh, what's that guy's name in uh, Lord of the Rings? Legolas. Yes. He would hit people right next to him. With- Just for your future awareness, if you grapple someone successfully, their speed becomes zero, so they can't move. They cannot benefit from bonuses to speed. The condition ends if the person you've grappled gets knocked out or dropped to zero hit points. So I'm basically just taking them down to the ground. You're basically preventing them from going anywhere. Yeah. Now you said- And this something that a fighter can always do? Like it's not a move- Anyone can do it. It's just that as a fighter, you're you're more tooled toward that. So how would that work? You you would say, I want to try and grapple, and then I'd have to look up how to do it actually, what what the mechanics are. But that would be one result. The other is if you try and- basically tackle somebody, knock them prone. If they are Mm. prone, their only movement option is to crawl unless they stand up and thereby end the condition. And standing up normally takes half your movement. And creatures that are prone, if they try to attack from the prone position, they attack with disadvantage. And an attack roll against the creature has advantage if it's a melee attack within five feet. So yeah. So what you're saying is I can use that to help my comrades make a hit. Yeah. And add an extra dimension of uncertainty to the battle. And help you too, technically, because if they try to attack you in the prone position, they are attacking with disadvantage, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Now, here's the deal. that You said if it's successful. Like, if I'm in giant form, the chances of of someone grappling me in giant form is nil, right? Yeah, let me look up grappling now that I've brought it. Now you've opened this, opened this. (laughs) I wonder if it would use strength. When you want to grab a creature... You can use the attack action to make a special melee attack, a grapple. If you're able to make multiple attacks, this attack replaces one of them. You could try and grapple twice per turn right now. So it's like you try and grab and try and grab if you don't get the first one. Oh, okay. The target has to be no more than one size larger than you. Okay. And it has to be within reach. Using at least one free hand, you try to seize the target. By making a grapple check instead of an attack roll, you use your strength athletics check. Yeah. So you'd be able to apply your modifier there plus your proficiency bonus. And then I would roll 
for the target, and I would choose either strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics. I have a choice as to which one I roll, whichever is to my advantage. If you succeed, if you roll higher than I roll, then I'm grappled. Okay. If you fail, I'm not grappled, but you would have a backup chance to be able to roll higher. So you have a couple opportunities. You can also shove a creature. And again, the size restriction is there. And again, it's strength athletics versus athletics or acrobatics. If you win, if you successfully shove, you can either knock me prone or push me five feet away from you, Hmm. which is still within reach for you with your whip. So if you successfully shove on your first attack, I could then hit you. You could then lash out at me. What a jerk move. Going to somebody and be like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, but but so effective because so many creatures have a five foot reach. That's true. That's an option for you too. Okay. You could create some space and then still hit with damage. Yeah. Or you could choose to knock prone, which is kind of neat. Okay. Are we ready? We are ready. I believe so. I suppose. What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection or, let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, DiceEnvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey Stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code STACK, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. The echoes of the slamming door ring through this chamber, and you can hear Finolf's grumbling voice as his heavy footsteps recede into the distance. Is this a joke? Unfortunately, I think not. (sighs) I knew it was too good to be true. I had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Nothing was matching up with what Jarrett told me. Farron is quiet right now because she is livid. She is so angry that they're judging her and that Tira's father would do something like this. 
Wombat Bash immediately shrinks down to one inch tall. A dark form suddenly looms in front of you. I'm gonna skip, go off to one side of the wall and like you know lean up against it basically. Okay. So I'm kind of like out of the yeah. Middle I can see you floor. tumble to the side. Yeah, yeah. Hey you! The footsteps stop, and you hear a sharp intake of breath. Who is that? Who are you? Where are you? I can't see. What is your name? I'm Chiswick. Where are you? I can't see anything. It's not important right now. There's a there's a door down this hallway. Tira and my friend is held cap- captive there. Can you get them out? All right, Tira's going to step forward into the doorway and look up into Chizik's face and... I can't believe you're here. We walked through the town and I thought for sure everybody had been killed. It's so good to see you. It's good to see you too. He gives you a hug. Things have been very different here. And I'm afraid to say your father has scared me. Tira's father's the one who locked us in here. Yes, what has happened to him? When we arrived, he appeared to welcome us, but Jarrett had already warned me. I feel so stupid. Many figures are seated at the table. All heads are turned to one at the end of the table, standing before the fire. You hear a protesting shriek as he moves a mechanical arm, and Finolf clears his throat. My friends, thank you for answering the call. You are here because each of you has lost something dear in this new scourge of magic. His voice sneers the word that troubles our lands. And so I welcome you in membership to the Order of the Gear and the Spur. And let not any say that I waver in my own resolve. In addition to my arm, lost at the hand of one who wielded these dark arts, I have even this day imprisoned my own daughter and her corrupted companions for their use of magic. They will be led here presently to answer for their actions. An example will be made, but first, we feast. Hello Stackers, thanks for joining us. If you want to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Stackadice, or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us at the table. We are happy to be here, and we hope you are too. We are continuing our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tyr Ironstag. Michael as Bash Benson Mom. And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Okay. I am imagining, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm imagining that you're kind of up on this balcony looking down into the council room with your faces almost pressed against the stone balustrade that reaches across here. The firelight is washing over your face. You can even feel some of the heat from it, even from this distance. It's a big fire. So you have that flicker of red light on your face, and you're looking down and hearing these words from Finolf. All right. When Tira hears the part about an example will be made. Okay, so at the way I'm... A- Nothing. I'm just thinking of you standing up. Oh! <laughs> no, no. The opposite, actually. Yeah. The way I... So I'm imagining what we're standing on as being having some width to it you know like we're up against a railing or whatever but there's a wall behind us yeah it's about a seven to ten foot wide hallway Mm. okay it's a pretty deep gallery all right so when she hears that her her father say that the air sort of leaves her lungs and she's gonna not loudly and to draw attention but she's gonna kind of stumble backwards against the wall okay 
and come to rest with her back against the wall and just staring in disbelief. You collapse against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 gotta get out of here. Yeah, well, let's go. Let's let's go. Okay, back this way. Back this way. Quietly. If you'll remember from the previous episode, mm-hmm. you came from let's say the south side. Mm-hmm. You want to get through the north end of this passageway. Okay, so we don't want to back out. We want to correct. You want to proceed. All right. All right, everybody, get down. Chizik hunkers down. Yeah, yeah. Follow me quietly against the wall um, and sort of motioning for everybody else to get against the wall too so that they can't see our motion from down below. I'm going to make my way towards that north exit. And stooping, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm stooping. Yes. I'm not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to roll a six-sider and it's going to determine which of you saw something. One, two. Tira, three, four, Bash, five, six, Farron. One. Hmm. Tira, as you staggered back and leaned against the wall, you remember seeing a couple of flashes of a gold color on a couple of the people. The firelight just happened to catch it just right, but you see that same symbol as a brooch on their tunics. So there's a sign that they're wearing as well. Dude, I thought you were about to say, and then you see it on Chiswick's. <laughs> <laughs> Shirt. No, you do not see it on Chizik. I'm like, dude, he's leading us into a trap. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel bad because we're just like dragging him along and well, he, he he's trying him. to get out of here too. I, I think he came in to help us, but he can't see. So he's trying mm-hmm. to get out of there too. Yeah. All right. So making note of that, how long of a hallway do we need to get down before we reach a door? It's about a 50 foot length of hall here beyond where you are to get to the exit to this gallery. and. Okay push on toward the gates that you know exist. Okay. You make your way quietly, a thread of dark shapes in this upper gallery, as you make your way out of the hall and into very familiar parts of the delve. And after another five to seven minutes of winding your way through, every now and then maybe stopping to lean against the wall and look as casual as possible as a group of raucous dwarves passes by, but then you fall in very quickly and continue on your way. And then at last you see a narrow postern exit that allows you to get out of the delve on a southern face of the mountain where the delve is located. All right, and it's not a main entrance or Correct. exit? Correct. Do I see anybody near, like uh, on the inside anyway, is there anyone near that door? No, there is no one there. I think we should send Chisik out first, though, just to be safe. <laughs> like, send him out. <laughs> what if there are people outside? They are, like, standing guard, so. You're probably right. Why don't you take an inspiration for that? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Chisik, can I ask you to go out the door, for, or at least go scout the door first? Of course. He stands up and moves swiftly past you. You see his shape silhouetted in the doorway. He leans forward and looks left and right. He turns and beckons. It's safe. Come on. All right, let's go. You make your way down a well-maintained graveled path that winds its way down. And you make your way uh, past some scrub and get down to the base of the mountain. And you find yourself on an upper meadow that eventually leads in the direction of Arden. So you see a slope of land that crests over a gentle rise and then drops down to where a small stream tumbles down some uh, rocks to go to the village of Arden, 
Where's the ship from here? I was just going to say that. You can see it very distantly. You know where to look for it, and so you, you know that it's out there. Let's go. Let's get to the ship. Tira looks despondent. She takes a moment to start moving. Yeah. Yo, Tira, let's go. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Vamos. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, I'm projecting here. <laughs> what? I'm projecting on Tira because I'm just like, man, I'm so sad. Okay. Once it's clear that they're out in there in the clear... And it's just a matter of getting back to the ship. She still is hesitant. There is a horn sound from deep within the mountain. We got to go. We have to go. They know that we got out. <sighs> Tira, we have to go. How far away are we from the ship at this point? You're a good mile. Ooh. Okay. Let's 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 hustle. Chizik, what are you going to do? Are you are you are you staying around or? I think I need to be here. But good luck to you. Chizik, I really hope that they're not. There will be no consequences for you helping us, or that they won't know, that they won't find out, but thank you. Hit me. What? Hit me. <sighs> She's going to haul off and just sock him in the jaw. He collapses like a bag of rags. <laughs> He's knocked out. <laughs> Let's go. And she's going to take off. You pound down the meadow. You get to the uh, to the edge of a drop-off and scramble your way down very carefully. And the three of you just make as quick a time as you can. About nine minutes later, you find yourself in the shadow of the airship. Tira glancing backward over your shoulder, you see boiling out of the side of the mountain, dwarves. Get the ship ready! We gotta go now! <laughs> Beam me up, Scott! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the sound is. Yeah, because oh it gosh. landed, didn't it? No. It didn't land? No, we gotta, I think we got to climb up the I ladder. think you, you were moored far enough away that you didn't need to okay, to right, hide its presence. Right. I, could, I just couldn't remember if we if that's what we did or not. I know we hid it in trees, but I didn't know if we landed. Yeah, you were over by a, a stand of trees, but um, the angle that you have on it from where you came out of the mountain is different from where the main entrance is. So, yeah. Wombabash is already on deck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We Come just on, guys. It. Yeah. Just book all right, it and get all right, on the ship. Yeah, we're gonna scurry up. I'm gonna scurry up the ladder. Okay. I don't know who who's the last in. one up. Who's I am. Th- okay, Tira. As you're just setting your foot on the bottom rung, the ladder starts to sway as the ship begins to move. I mean, it's that quick. Mm-hmm. Once I clamber over the railing of the ship off of the rope ladder, Tira is going to quickly turn her back on the other two so that she can wipe her eyes because as she ran. Tears were just streaming. And so she's wiping her face before they see that. Okay. And her face is just set like stone looking over the railing. The captain approaches the three of you. I guess, are you standing together or are you split off in different directions? I think I I'm, split I'm off to turn okay. away. I'm standing next to. Yeah. Old I'm girl. standing next okay. to Warmer Bash. Okay. He approaches the two of you then. His face looks a little white. Uh, very concerned. Are you okay? What What was that all about? It's It's not good. Uh, uh, the people they uh, they hate magic of of any kind, and so they they turned on us. They locked us in a room, and we had to escape to get out. What happened is we should never have come. Isn't this what I said? I said we could come home when everything was over and done with. We should never have come. This is an A B conversation. 
No, first of all, it was your idea to come back. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no, um, Michael is speaking now. No, no. Oh, okay. Exactly. She's not even with us. The captain came over to talk to us. Yeah, who's she talking to? I know. I, I would say about. she's. No, no, no. I didn't say I was across the ship from you. It's just that I'm not in your little clump. I turned away. You're not my eyes in off. the group anymore. No, I'm <laughs> I can hear from five feet away. Yeah, ships are not that big. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you would be able to hear the conversation, but I can see you not even turning as you said that. No, but, uh-huh. but again, correct me if I'm wrong, like, we, she said no, we didn't, and then she found out her dad was alive, and then she's like, let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, good. Yeah. I just want to make sure, I'm like, wait a minute, was I the yeah. one who said let's no, go? No, no, no. Her mind is a bit muddled at okay. the moment, yeah. I'm going to go to my room. Our <laughs> best just jets. <laughs> the captain puffs out his cheeks and then begins giving commands to the crew. And you're free to take care of a couple things. Do we need a rest and all that? I don't can't even remember when the last time. What time was. is it? I think we're good, right? It's late afternoon. Okay. I am going to retire to my room and stay there, at least for the rest of the night from my perspective. Yeah. I don't so, want to be anywhere near Tira because I'm not trying to be in that uh, wake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tira, you find yourself alone on deck. You seem to be giving off an aura that uh, others just don't, they, they notice Tira clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a storm cloud over your head. She's fairly careless of the fact that no one wants to be around her. She's not fussed by that and is glad of the solitude. Uh, One moment. Sure. I want to look up Xanathar's and look at your latest benefit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. At 10th level, you gain the ability to consult with your ancestral Mm -hmm. spirits after you cast the spell. Basically... I mean, if you want to talk to your mom, mm-hmm. you could do that. You may want to go to a more private place yeah. rather than summon a ghost on the deck of the ship. <laughs> but it's it's open to you. I don't have anything prepared for this, so whatever happens, happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she takes this horned thing, puts on, she's like, Karima, Shakti Re. She's like Kuchimoya. So I know this is late, but I was trying to think what Farron would do. I didn't go to my room. I just stayed up on deck. I'm just staying, steering clear of of Tira for the moment, but like, I still want to look over everything and I like to know what's going on. So I'm still on deck. Okay. If you're not going to do anything, that's fine. Either of you, any of you. Wamberbash is going to go to sleep. Yeah. I imagine we're going to be eating soon, right? There's food available. Yeah. Wamberbash is already eaten. <laughs> <laughs> He's face down in a bowl of something. <laughs> All right. Somebody pull Bash out of his cereal before he drowns in the milk. So we are you asking us what we're going to do like for the rest of the evening or just at the moment? Just at the moment. As we're moving away from the dwarves, I'm just watching the horde of dwarves yeah. running, still okay. running after us. Good call. The airship slowly turns in the way that big ships do. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of veering as it turns, but then it begins to parallel the mountains heading to the south, the ridge of the mountains. And the captain is basically resuming the last known path Uh, assuming that you're still wanting to go to Mm Kazaro. And the sun is beginning to set in the west. Tira, as you stand at the railing, you look down and you do see the dwarves pouring out of the mountain. Some of the formations have stopped and they are pointing in your direction and they are shouting and you can see weapons waving and that kind of thing. And a lone figure standing further back stands with hands on hips not moving. With a metal arm? Perhaps. 
they have to be shocked too as well though, right? Because they've never seen anything like that. Presumably, yeah. That's right. They maybe 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 the Reaver Morden had some stuff. I don't, know, I don't I think tell. he had an airship. No, because he, he don't. He don't know a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's no real possibility of them catching up to us and attacking the ship. I mean, no. we were a mile away. Yeah, and in the air by the time they come out. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's just she's looking over the railing at the dwarves coming out. She feels a definite pain. A, a pang of sadness and anger and disbelief and frustration because she knows it was her idea to come, but she wants to blame others. You know, she's kind of angry at, irrationally, obviously, but angry with Farron because her stone was so visible and angry with Jarrett for, for bringing her news that her father was alive and, and making her want to go home in the first place when she had already set her mind against it unwillingly those angry tears are starting to boil in her eyes again and she is determined not to blink so that no more will fall and then with the sight of all of them whoever that she imagines that the lone figure is her father whether it's apparent to her whether she can really see that or not that's what she's assuming and disappointment and all these other things are just welling up and she is going to just storm off the deck and down to her room and collapse in bed and just angry cry. As you turn, we float off the airship's angled deck and swirl about uncertainly for a moment before a cold mountain wind sweeps us sideways toward the approaching gloom of night. We swing this way and that in the turbulence, settling at last outside a tent pitched somewhere in a secluded valley. From inside comes the familiar cold voice of the Reaver. The army served its purpose well, and Shumash will serve as an example for the rest of you. His devotion to my cause is unquestioned, and his blood helps bring Inferos one step closer to his rightful place as god of this world. Through his probe to the west, he also uncovered the presence of our greatest foes, and it seems they have a means of travel that is of great interest to me. We are working on that front. He straightens smoothly and steps out of the heavy walls of the pavilion, standing for a quiet moment to look at the rising peaks around him as his breath shows white in the darkling sky. His attendants follow him at a respectful distance. For now, we must stop them. They seem to be pushing to the east. We will await them. Has there been enough time? Are our volunteers ready? The impassionate metal mask with the white and black eyes nods in the direction of a great dark gash in the valley wall. From within comes an eerie shrieking, where dark forms writhe and claw at each other. One woman, wearing green-stained armor, bows and murmurs that all is ready. They know their role well, dread lord, she says with a smile. In Pharaohs be praised. In Pharaohs be praised. Send them now. Underneath the growing frenzy of bestial cries comes a creaking and rustling of limbs longing to be stretched. Red points of light marking eyes shine in the dark recesses as they head for the waning light. The last glint of sun shines on the first form to emerge, 
and highlights a clanking necklace of glowing crystals that shines with a light all its own. We are drawn away quickly, swirling on the invisible currents of approaching night and settle back once more on the airship's sturdy deck. What? Cutscene! <laughs> cutscene! We have not had a cutscene. I've been thinking about that uh, over the last couple of weeks. I realized we have not had a cutscene in forever. Yeah. I've been looking forward to doing another one. Farron, we're going to come back to you. You're standing on the deck of the airship. Mm-hmm. Like I said, darkness is settling. The air is quite cool, but you are there on the deck. Anything you want to do? I'm going to get something to eat now that I know that we're well on our way and there's no trouble, immediate trouble. Also, I wanted to start studying my armor with some scrap metal in my pack. Mm, So you're going to improve your armor, basically. Nice. I like it. So I'm going to work on that some this evening. Okay. Um, Hmm. You have a smithing mm-hmm. toolkit. Mm-hmm. We can set up your room, and maybe maybe there'll be a cost associated with it that you'll have to pay to get a fully functional I forge going. But you can uh, you can basically have a forge in your quarters on the ship where you can actually do this kind of work. That sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you are basically making the metal studs, is what it comes down yeah. to. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be this will be a work in progress. Yep. Good. Yep. Food is plentiful. There's a hot lentil stew. Yum. Sounds kind of good right now. Everything sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to go get some food. we're going to eat like, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> hey! There is a sudden cry from the deck. Somebody comes pounding down the stairs and you hear, we're under attack. What? What? A bell starts ringing in the hallway. Marmabash gets up and opens up the door and looks down the hallways. One of the crew members is pulling furiously on a cord, and the bell, the brass bell, is ringing, about to fall off the. I'm going to run up onto the deck. Okay. Tira runs out into the hall as well, again wiping her eyes on her sleeve as she goes. What is it? The dwarves have they caught up to us? The crew member has already left off ringing the bell and has come, gone running back up the stairs. No time! I'm going to grab the fancy axe off the wall and go pounding after Okay. Her. I'm donning my armor now. Okay. And yeah, She's got like my... two studs over there. <laughs> <laughs> getting my weapons at the ready. Great. You make your way onto the deck and it is a confusion of activity. Crew members are lining up. They are all faced forward as this swarm of something up ahead is flying towards you. Oh, oh, grief. It is nighttime. Stars are out. You have a flare. Is that? Okay. I'm up a novice. Gotcha. And you just see black shapes with huge bat-like wings flying towards you. Flying monkeys! I'm going to pull out my bow and arrow. Excellent. Let's roll for initiative. Thank goodness it doesn't matter. Four. I know, right? Three. Sixteen. <laughs> okay. It will be Bash, me, Eesh. Tira, Farron. The swarm is about a hundred feet ahead of you and approaching quickly. Bash, what are you going to do? You said it was a swarm, though, so they are kind of bunt- grouped together? They're fairly grouped together, not like kind of like geese, if you imagine. So there's space in between them. They're not like one on top of each other. Is there anyone bigger than the other or are they all about the same? They are all about the same and they are all big. 
as in if they were standing, they'd probably be seven or eight feet tall. Wow. I am going to wait till they get to about 90 feet. So two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I am going to energy beam into the group. Okay. Read me the description. Sure. Does it say you can target one? It's not area of effect, right? As an action, you can target whatever you want. Ah. Within. <laughs> okay. I'm going to zero in on one and okay. I'm going to shoot. Uh, yeah. It is one, one creature okay. within 90 feet. Yeah. You're, you're certainly fine firing into it. You would just yeah. hit one. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. To, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just going to fire directly into the mass with my lightning. All right. So again, I, I sort of crouch down just a little bit. And my arms kind of just drop down a little bit in fists and my eye, I, I close my eyes when the next time I open up my eyes, they're glowing and I open up my mouth and it's and lightning just shoots right out. Great. And this is especially visible in the darkness. Your eyes are just like a beacon. And then this. Oh, they're over there. <laughs> <laughs> that way. Yeah. <laughs> like the thing we watched today. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen? Man flush. Yeah. Have you ever seen the the voice dub over Lord of the Rings footage? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so hilarious. <laughs> I, now is that me rolling? Yeah. You have to succeed on a um, dexterity saving throw. Uh, eight. Okay. I. I. That. That. That's a hit. Um, <laughs> and um, I am beyond level five, so it's two d eight on whichever creature it is. I mean, <laughs> I'm assuming there's more than three, so I don't yeah. know which one it is, but there appear to be. It's too hard to tell. Oh my goodness! At this I point. know. Okay, well, that's a nine damage on creature number one. <laughs> okay, there is a squawk. And this elongated head you can see turned to the side as a beak-like mouth just screeches into the night. And then there's a poof as these bodies just scatter. Some dive down, some go up, several go left and right, but they they basically split because they see this ranged capability you have. Mm. And then they are on you. Mm. They come diving in. Those that went up come first, and they dive down at multiple members on the deck. They're already on the ship. Yep. Two of the crew members are immediately skewered and sent flailing over the edge of the ship. These winged things come swooping across the deck. One of them comes for you, Tira. Bring it. Does a 14 hit? No, actually. Womberbash, two come after you because of your burst. 15. Correct. That does not hit. And Farron, one comes after you. That's going to miss. Okay, good. Up close, these things are indeed massive. They have sinewy arms and legs that look humanoid. You see the glint of crystal necklaces on them. They come screaming across the deck and then land at the prow of the ship. So they're, they're just in a bunch and they start screaming. And then two more come from above. One of them is going to hit Tira, no doubt about it. Mm. It came from directly above you. If we were to pull back and watch this, it broke off from the pack and flew straight up and then did a barrel upside down barrel roll and then just came wings pinioned to its side. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it comes at you with a, a sharp beak. Wow. It maxes its bite damage at 10. And then it also brings its arms sweeping in from either side, and it's going to get two more attacks on you. Five more. And one of those will hit. You're going to take an additional 
three points of damage as one of the sets of claws rakes across your face. Oh, it's going to be like that, is it? It is. It is Tira's turn. Rage, baby. She's just been waiting for something to really take her anger out on, so. And I can see as those claws come across your face, you your head jerks to the side and then you come and back with come a back burning slowly. stare. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. With those bloodshot eyes, baby. You really shouldn't have done that. It's it's standing the on the deck, uh, kind of uh-huh. moving from foot to foot, leering at you. Yeah. All right. Come on now. 13. Okay, that is going to hit. Oh, thank goodness. That was terrible. And don't forget you have a plus three on your rage damage. That's right. Yep. Thank you, dear. <laughs> Ten. You rolled a one. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You get another attack. Oh, that's right. Thank goodness. Fourteen. That's a hit. It's however badly. Okay, that's better. Uh, Fifteen. You sweep with your axe and then stop it with your lead hand and reverse the swing and come back across and you cut right through the body. The top half falls forward with a flop onto the deck. The legs fall backward and begin twitching. The the feet are kicking against the wood of the deck. Yes. You've taken one out. You dropped one to zero. Yeah. Oh, I can attack again. You can if you choose to. There are more near me. There's plenty going on around you. All right. I'm going to turn to the next one. Oh, 25. That'll hit. Yeah. 11. Your axe strikes true. (laughs) She's just roaring. Spits flying. Okay. Your mother comes drifting out of your axe and wraps around this one, and it begins panicking. You can see the wings flapping, but your mother's grasp is holding Mm -hmm. the wings down, so it's it's pinioned. Mm -hmm. All right. Farron, it is your turn. I'm like so confused. How many are there on the deck right now? Many. Lots. There's just like a a swarm. Oh, yeah. All over. Okay. Before we go any further with your turn, where are you positioned? Where do you see yourselves on deck? So uh, if we look at the rear of the ship. I'm standing on the poop deck in the okay, back. Okay, you're, you're elevated yeah. from the back. Yep. Tira? Where does the stairs come up from our hallway they, of our quarters? They are under the poop deck. So the poop deck is the raised part of the back right, of the ship. Right, And then there are stairs that go down on either side, but mm-hmm. then there are stairs in, in the front of the poop deck that go down. So I came up there. Yeah. And that kind of has you on the main deck? Yeah. I'm, that's where I am. Okay, so you're at the foot of the stairs. Or at the head well, maybe, of the I mean, stairs. I've moved forward uh, some, not just like right at the top of the okay. stairs, but I mean, I'm You've on waited the main into the deck, fight. yeah, yeah. and okay. came forward to engage. Okay. You are basically at the at the back of the ship. And Farron, where are you? I've kind of taken a position in the middle towards the back, but in a way where I could position myself where they were coming in on all sides. I just didn't want to be right up on one okay. side. Uh, there are several that are, again, they all tended to land toward the front of the ship. Um, some have lurched forward in their attacks. Um, Um, More towards the back. Okay. So basically what I'm getting at is you have the ability to do ranged attacks from here. Yeah. And I had already, you know, pulled out my longbow. So that's what I'm I'm going to be using right now. Now there are lights on the deck. So you're able to see without penalty. Okay. Great. Um, Do I have to say which one I'm going to? I just pick one. Anyone. Anyone. (laughs) So. Um, you can continue to uh, yeah. whack away at the one I'm fighting, or you can just pick a new one that's in front of you. I'm going to pick a new one that's more in front of me that I can see clearly. Now that the rain's gone. Oh, gosh. 
So five plus nine. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, that's a hit. All right, cool. There's a twang as your bow releases, and the arrow snaps forward and right into one of the shoulders of the dark figures at the front of the ship. Awesome. Nice. Seven. Plus what? Oh, plus three? So ten. Bam. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, for my extra attack, I'm going to hit that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 16 plus 9. That's a hit. <laughs> 25. Way to go. And 7. Great. All right. That arrow buries itself into the figure also. Same figure. It's like you hit it in the shoulder and it reached up like this, and then your other arrow took it in its opposite side. Back to the top. Womberbash, it is your turn. I am going to run toward Farron. That's your name, right? Farron? <laughs> okay. And um, she doesn't realize it, but I am spending seven psi points. I am two to do add tough hide to add plus two to my armor class. Okay, your skin toughens. And then I am going to spend the rest of the five. I'm going to touch her her whip. And um, electricity comes from my hands onto her whip. And I'm going to use augment weapon. How does concentration work? You can cast other spells. However, if you cast another concentration spell, you lose concentration on this one. And that was my bonus action, uh, or that is a bonus action. I touch one simple or martial weapon until my concentration ends. That weapon becomes a magic weapon with a plus three bonus to its attacks and damage rolls. Wow. So the next time you roll, you can add three to that roll when you use your- Plus three to- And and also plus three damage. Plus three to damage. And what's the duration on this? Ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. For the next ten minutes, you have to keep concentrating on it. And then as my my move, I mean my action, now I will just target something and try to hit it. Okay. With? Uh, My Panabas. Okay. Well, I'll say that you're going for the one that she hit with the two arrows. Luck point. But see, if he attacks... With the Panabas, the one that she hit, that one was way way ahead of her. He'd have to run up there and do it. It's fine. He's got enough movement to do that. Mm. Question, how many rounds is 10 minutes? It's six <laughs> seconds per round. Yeah, so 10 oh, minutes would be like yeah. 500 yeah. rounds. <laughs> yeah. So for the duration of this fight, no. Yeah, no, exactly. Unless yeah, very, if I use long. another spell that mm. breaks my concentration. Okay. Uh before you say anything, yeah. this will put you basically in the thick of the fight. Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. 16. That's a hit. Okay. And my For you, a miss. Uh, <laughs> for, uh, that's double-handed, obviously. Um, let's see. That is should be a D10. D10. Yep. Man, I should have. Oh, I already spent my side points on that other thing. Five points of damage. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Six points of damage. This one is very badly wounded. Yes. And can I yell something to Farron? No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Use your whip. No explanation. Okay, so here's the thing. If To do that, though, I have to use an action to put my- Yeah, you'll have to wait bone. for your next turn. Well, wait, oh, right, it, right? I, I make that a bonus action. If you just drop it and then go for your whip, that's just a bonus action. If you want to stow your bow, take the time to do that, I'm going to make that your action. But if you just drop it and switch to your whip, that's a bonus. Nice. Okay. All right, it's back to me. Some of the crew are fighting desperately, but the figures are overpowering them, but not badly. Another crew member goes down on the deck. Blood is washing over the deck there. 
And the dark figures continue their work. Wombrabesh goes into a rage. <laughs> a couple of the crew members do stab into some of these winged creatures, and so there are, there are cries of pain there, but the battle is raging furiously. You now, the numbers are starting to thin a bit, and you see that there are about 10 of these creatures on the deck. Tira, one attacks you and misses. A 14 still misses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still misses. Farron, um, one comes flapping over toward you. Misses. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And Womberbash, you're going to get pummeled from three sides. <laughs> one of them is definitely going to hit. I'm a 19 armor class, by the way, at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> and two are going to hit. I'm a 19 armor class at this point. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Four points of damage. And nine points of damage. They screech in your face as they do this. And one dives at the captain. Ooh. He's up there trying to direct things. He's shouting commands and it scratches him. Uh, you see him tumble down to the deck, but he gets back up. And he's holding onto his arm, still shouting orders. Please tell me he's got a cutlass, at least. He's going for a weapon. Okay, okay. He's yeah. at the front of the ship. He's, correct? yeah, he's at the front. Okay, Tira. All right, you're going to have to remind me about the spirit shield. Ah. Uh-oh. Beginning at sixth level, if you're raging and another creature within 30 feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction to reduce that damage by 2d6. Uh, and actually, at, at, at 10th level, it's 3d6. So it's already, the damage has already happened. So your, your chance to use it right now has passed. But because both of them have already been hit. I've already, damage. yeah, I've already, time wise, okay. it's passed. Okay. All right. Just wanted to yeah. see if I can do that. I think what we need to do is type these up and print these out so you can have them like in little cards that you can have yeah. in front of you. I think that'd be helpful. Yeah, it would. All right. Well, then, uh, I still have one in front of me, the one that my mother is engaged with, correct? Yes. So she's going to continue on that one. 24. That's a hit. And he's dead. Uh, and he's dead. 17. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take this from me. <laughs> yeah. Come on. 17 points of damage. All right. That one goes down. All right. You dropped him to zero. A lot of good you were, Ma. So you get Just one kidding. free attack. Yeah. And, and you, my second attack. Yeah. All right. Are there still ones right around me, or should I maybe step forward to the one that... Somebody else was working. I mean, they, they've both been attacking a guy way up at the front of the ship. You have felled all the immediate danger. Okay. And you can head towards the front. All right. Then that's what she's going to do. After after felling that one, uh, a quick look around tells her there's no one else here and all the rest of the action is at the front of the ship. She's going to run that way. Now, you said the one that they've engaged is still alive, correct? You said he's very badly wounded. Yeah. But, he, but no, one, no one has killed him yet. So I'll start with him. 26. <laughs> max Nin damage. 19. Now, max would be 21. Oh, oh okay, okay. It's a 12 side. Oh. That one dies because it was already badly wounded. Yeah. And you still get one more attack. Right. So, next guy. 24. <laughs> 14. So, you're digging this part. <laughs> yes. See, whenever we get to just fight hand-to-hand, -hand, then I'm fine. Okay, so your mom affects this one. Yeah, this one now. Okay. Uh, and they can see her, right? Am I the only one that can see her? We've talked about this. I think you're the only one that sees her. They they sense- But they understand that this is what happens, right? No. 
We've never talked about it. I never talked about the fact that my mother, you know, I talked, I told Farron about it when we first met. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't know how it works exactly. She doesn't believe you. (laughs) She says you're a liar. (laughs) I'm just thinking if we've talked about the fact that it happens when I'm raging and I attack somebody that if they could see I'm, I'm engaged with this guy, then they would know, ooh. Come to this guy. Come to this guy because they'll be in less danger. They can't see it. But they can't see her. But like I said, we've talked about the effect. But yeah, you're you're the one that would need to direct then. All right, Farron, it is your turn. Are you going to stay put or are you going to move forward? There's so much going around. Mm-hmm. I really need to to be quicker about what I'm going to do on my turn with like sifting through spells. And- it is pretty chaotic <laughs> on deck. It is screams and cries and blood and, and wings and it, it, there's a lot going on all at once. So I think it's- And he just yelled out to me to use my whip- Yes, I did. But I want to do something. I want, okay, so you know how I'm figuring out these spells and whatnot, kind of like just yep. as it happens, mm-hmm. like a natural thing. Can I drop my bow and grab my whip? Bonus action. Use my whip on one, but also as I'm cracking the whip, can something emanate from the whip? Like, can my what? shatter? Can my shatter? No, you're either that? attacking or you are casting a spell. Okay. You can't do both at once. Can't combine them. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Are any of these creatures close together? There are some that are fairly close together, but it's a constantly shifting thing. Right now, at this moment, as you stare, there are maybe the two that are... What? What's the range on it's it? A, I mean, not range, but... So for a shatter, it's a 10-foot radius. Radius. On the target. Yeah, you'll be able to get any two. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how this would happen naturally. Just describe something and we'll go with it. Or if you want me to describe it, I can do that. And you said this is thunder damage or lightning damage? No, so this is, uh, it's thunder damage. Okay. And it's, I don't think I have to roll for um, making the hit. You just have to do a save. Yeah. And I'm going to roll a percentile die or percentile dice. There's a, there's a 15% chance that there will be a crew member in the radius also. Okay. Farron's going to just focus on these creatures like intensely because she's just focusing herself. And uh-huh. so I think from that point, that's how uh, this this loud ringing noise, this intense, painfully intense ringing noise um, erupts from where I'm focusing okay. on one of those creatures. Any chance those noises shatter crystals? Not magical. No. I items. thought they did. I read that somewhere. No. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> no, not magical <laughs> items. Uh, so the creature has to take a 3d8 thunder damage. All right, so let me roll for. Uh, and what is what am I saving against? Um, uh, thirteen. <laughs> Four. You're gonna get a one. Just and it's a dex check. Mm, constitution. Ah, even better. No. The two that you have targeted with your spell do nimbly dodge out of the worst of it, but they still take half the damage. So go ahead and roll. Okay, cool. Seven, eight, twelve total. Now, you didn't move at all, correct? You stayed put? Yeah. Okay. And the two of you are up front. Womberbash, it's back to your turn. Through the ever-changing field of play, uh, is one close to me? 
Yes. Okay, cool. I am going to spend seven side points for next turn. I'm going to imbue my weapon with legal strike. Legal strike? Yeah, it's it's illegal not to strike on that other one. But no, it's lethal strike. He's throwing the book at him. <laughs> but um, now I'm just going to try to hit him with the panabas right now, double-handed. You know what? Luck point. That's your second one. Yes, it is. These only need like a 12 to hit, buddy. I uh, I don't have the same <laughs> addition of points. We're at a different level here. <laughs> Roll the better. same thing. 10. That is a miss. <laughs> Walmart Bash, you're... Uh, you take a step forward and your foot slips in something slick on the deck. <laughs> I didn't roll a one. Someone's eyeball. Nothing bad happens. I know, I know. It's just that's- That's why you miss. Yeah. I'm getting okay. up the next, next hit. One attacks you, Tira, and misses with its attacks. One attacks you, Wamberbash. Or actually, two of them. Two of those are going to hit. There's a bite and a claw attack. Five points of damage and three points of damage for a total of eight. These things are picking at you. Mm-hmm. Another one attacks you. That's going to all miss. And then Farron. Several come from the back of the ship. They climb up over the railing. And five of them are going to suddenly swarm you. <laughs> if you'll remember, at the outset of this, the swarm burst. Mm-hmm. And several of them went under the ship. Yeah. Those that up. went under crawled along the underside of the ship <laughs> and they have now crawled up the backside and they are coming to attack you. Ooh. What is your armor class? 15. Okay. That's going to be three hits from one. But can I use um, as a reaction defensive duelist? Okay. What does that do Which adds um, my proficiency bonus to my AC for that attack. Uh, would would make it a 19. So one of those attacks will be blocked. Okay. It's better than nothing. Uh, You can choose one, two, or three to block. Whichever one's the highest. Two. Okay. You're going to take eight points of damage plus four points of damage for a total of 12. At the last moment, faster than your mind can even think, you raise your whip handle and block one of the claw attacks. Another one swings at you and tries to bear you down. Ooh, that's not good. I can do the same. Do, wait, is this only a once per rest as well? Once per turn. So this okay. turn you've used your reaction. Okay. Uh, seven, eight, nine. And eight, 17 on that one. This one takes advantage of the opening that the first one had made and exploits a weakness in your defense. You said minus 17, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, That one's going to miss altogether. And the next one foregoes an attack, but wrenches open the door to the below decks area and disappears inside. Oh, boy. Hmm. And I do think I do think that's where we're going to end what? this particular oh, no, episode. No, 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 no! In the middle of battle. Yeah, this is a this is a first on stack of dice, but we need to we need to save my sanity. Okay. Okay. We got to remember it's it's my turn next. Yes. No, it's my turn next. Oh, you're right. He that's goes, his I attack. I go after the yeah. who's he what's it's his. Yeah. 
So, uh, or, or, oh, yeah, I'll just write that down just in case. I had something good. Well, you're coming. You're each going to get seven experience points. Ooh, buddy. And let's talk Norse battle. <sighs> so in this episode, you fled. Yeah. You got on the airship. Wow. Yeah. And then you had the fight. I think her reaction, her um, role playing, I think needs some like her okay. flying off the handle and being dumb and blaming me. <laughs> um, Take two. I think it's good. <laughs> hmm. Most of what happened was the battle. Yeah. So a lot of fighting. Yeah. So all benefits were kind of gotten in game. His idea to imbue her weapon, I didn't know you could do that, that you could imbue someone else's weapon. Yep. Yeah, it, as long, it, it, it haven't used it yet, though. As yeah. long as it doesn't say self in the it target. Doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, it says, as a bonus action, touch one simple or martial weapon until your concentration, that weapon becomes a magical weapon with plus three bonus mm-hmm. to its attacks and damage rolls. Yeah, there are a few spells where the, where the only target is self, like Expeditious Retreat. You can only cast. You know, it on it's yourself. funny when <laughs> when they were first approaching. I was like, "I'm going to shoot my arrow and then use Expe- expeditious retreat <laughs> right off the side of the ship." <laughs> this is more than I bargained for. I'm out. Yeah. Now the other ones that does says that. So you imbue your weapon holding mm-hmm. uh, an unarmed. Um, this temporarily transforms your weapon. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah. augmented weapon specifically is for just a general one. So yeah. you can help nice. a, a teammate. Well, that was kind of neat to yeah. to I've try never and help it. the team. Yeah. I've never used it. I use it on her because normally you don't have a lot of at, like I'm you don't weak. need it. If I I'm gave weak. it to you, it'd be like why it would be a waste. <laughs> But for yeah. you, it would help if you would use the whip like I told you Next to. Next turn, I was going to. I was going to yell, use actually, your whip. <laughs> actually, so now I'm stuck because I also want to use Blade Ward because now I got five creatures on me. So I kind of want to protect myself. Can't you protect And that's all I can whip? do. Like I, I, My turns. Just do the whip like this. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out how to uh, do this. Tell you what, Michael, why don't you take an inspiration for that? And so now each of you has inspiration. We all inspiration. have inspiration. Nice. Yay. And that, nice. that'll reward you for thinking like that. And I do like uh, Farron, uh, her idea to use her free time to start. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was neat. Bringing in her, her metalworking, which we haven't seen much of yet. Take three for that. Let's get a recap. Tira is at 20 points into level 10. Wamrabash is at 32 points, level 10. Farron is 86 points into level 9. Hey, Ooh, getting close. Getting there, you can taste it. All right, the beginning of a fight, but not the end. And Buddy. we will see what happens next, how the fight wraps up. Thank you, Stackers, for sticking with us. We are making our way slowly toward the next major point of the story. Personally, I, I kind of wonder sometimes if we're going too slowly. Advancing mm. the story, but at the same time, I'm enjoying the process, and I hope everyone else is too. I think that's what makes me enjoy this game. It's we're telling a story with details that aren't normally in games, and hopefully, we're not belaboring it. But at the same time, as long as we're having fun with it, and that's certainly something that you could weigh in on, stackers. You know, we're always encouraging you all to contact us if you feel that we're going too slowly. If you feel like you know, let us know. We're, we do the show for you. We we enjoy doing it, but we do the show for you. So by all means, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or our email. I will say, though, I that's what I like about this game. Um, in games that I've played before, it's like, let's get in, let's fight people and take treasure. And it's sort of like just a mindless thing. What I like about 
this game is our characters themselves and the 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 personalities we've given them over all of this what maybe some consider to be slow but it's character development and something that I've never had in a in a D&D game before and that's why I love I love Wamberbash. I yeah. love his character yeah. because he's grown into this into this cool cool guy and uh and and it's only because of what like I said what some may consider slow but to build that character. Mm-hmm. I mean I like Tira. I liked Peter. Uh, <laughs> and you know and Farron is growing. So I mean, you know I mean, I like you too. I'm just saying. I, got, I already grew really old. <laughs> I guess yeah, exactly. You did. exactly. You used to be hot until like no. <laughs> now she's got stretch marks, <laughs> saggy skin. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I am enjoying every moment of this, and I'm glad to hear that you are too. But yeah, Meredith is right. If you want to weigh in, please let us know what you think. You can catch us, as she said, on Twitter and Instagram, or by email. And if you haven't yet rated us, we'd love for you to do that too. And we'll see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. I say we get on our hands and feet so they can't see us. Hands and and feet. I mean, Mm. hand and knees, (laughs) legs, shoulders, knees and toes. Legs, shoulders, I mean, heads, shoulders, knees, and toes. I have no idea about the human anatomy tonight. Don't use our bathroom. <laughs> My head doesn't fit. 